into Sheringham, and Solskjaer has done it! Manchester United have reached the promised land! Hello everybody and welcome to And Solskjaer Has Won It podcast. Tonight you're chatting with myself, Martin. What's up, guys? So the topic for tonight's conversation is, are Manchester United back? And I mean, we've had many, many a false dawn over the last few years. I can remember that under Van Gaal. <laughs> there definitely wasn't one under Moyes, I can promise you that. And I can remember it under Mourinho, specifically when we won the so-called treble, when he included the, the community shield as, a, as one of the big trophies. So I can remember there's been a few... There's been a few points in time where we feel like, geez, we've actually maybe come along and we, we might be getting back. But it's all been, like I said earlier, false storms. This, for the first time, is what I think an actual breakthrough point for United. And, I mean, we can look at the recent form. The way that United are playing is unbelievable at the moment. Literally, we are playing the United way with speed, with precision, with power, not just counter-attacking like we had been doing for most of the season, but dominating teams who are using the low block against us. The team are playing unbelievably well at the moment. And again, it's not just since Project Restart. It was basically since Bruno Fernandes has come in. I don't think we've lost a game since Bruno Fernandes has come into the side. So, I mean, the way they're playing is unbelievable. I think we'd basically, well, not I think, we would be basically top of the table um, if the, the league had started when Bruno Fernandes signed for United. So the way we're playing is exceptionally well. I mean, again, we're playing the United way. And it's not been kind of a game or two or three because that's what we usually do. We play well for one game, then we play Man City and we beat Man City, and then we lose at home to Brighton. That's kind of been the pattern for United over the last seven years. But at the moment, again, we're seeing us put away big teams. Sheffield United, we beat them 3-0. They've gone on. I mean, they beat um, Chelsea last night, 3-0. So, I mean, we're putting away bigger teams. Um, we've beaten Frank Lampard's side three times this year. We've beaten Pep Guardiola three out of four times this year. So we're putting away the big teams, but we're also now putting away the smaller teams, the teams with the low block, the teams that sit back, because you've got Pogba, you've got Bruno, you've got Martial. Uh, Rashford, who hasn't um, come back firing just yet. And then obviously Mason Greenwood, who can score from pretty much any angle. That guy's guy's unbelievable. So, I mean, the way we're playing is just, it's the United way. We're back and we're playing the United way. So that is, I think I'm the most excited I've been about United since, since Fergie left. In terms of the way we've played over a prolonged period of time. So I'm not just talking about a game or two or three. I'm talking now for kind of 15-odd games we've been playing really well, basically since Bruno Fernandes came in. So, I mean, also, if you look at the the, the, the side, it's not just about um, on the pitch. If you just look at the vibe, the way the players are conducting themselves, the, what they're saying in interviews, Solskjaer's demeanor, just the whole atmosphere seems to be happy. It seems to be positive. It seems to be... Um, saying that, wow, yes, we want a massive unbeaten uh, run, but we need to do better. We need to score score more. We need to win trophies. So, I mean, the whole vibe is going to very much a, a winning mentality at the moment where fourth isn't good enough and we want to keep going and keep pushing on. So, I mean, one, we're playing incredibly well, but two, the vibe, the atmosphere is is, again, the most positive I've seen it since Sir Alex Ferguson left. And that's a big thing as well. I mean, you can look at, 
I mean, so much, we don't actually know what these players are like in the background, but uh, fair to say that that Lukaku and specifically Alexis Sanchez weren't great for the vibe. And specifically, uh, Jose Mourinho wasn't great for the vibe of Manchester United Football Club. And you can see what he's doing now at Spurs. It's such classic Mourinho. And I genuinely, genuinely think the guy's done at the highest level for now. Excuse me, I need to cough because I'm actually, unfortunately, recovering from COVID. <coughs> so basically, the the team is playing well. The vibe is well. They're positive. Guys are working hard for each other. And if you just look at the first team, the first team is settled for the first time again since Fergie. I mean, I can't remember a time, maybe under Van Gaal, when he was playing um, Rooney up front, Fellaini off of Rooney, uh, Ashley Young on the left, one matter on the right. He kind of had that settled team for a few months. But other than that, I can't remember this, the United team being as settled as it is now. I know exactly who the team is going to be tomorrow night when we play um, when we play tomorrow night against Southampton. And that's unbelievable because for the first time in a long time, we know our best 11. So the team looks settled. The team looks balanced. Importantly, the team looks balanced. For a long time, we looked like we really struggled on the right wing. Mason has come in and pretty much made that position his own. And if we look at the number 10 position, again, Bruno Fernandes has come in and revolutionized everything. Before we had Jesse Lingard, we had one Matt and we had um, Andres Pereira trying their luck and uh, unfortunately not, not being good enough. But at this moment in time, the team is settled. Everyone knows what they're doing. The team looks balanced. You look at Matic, you know he's, he's controlling everything. Pogba is playing really, really well. <coughs> and again, everything just looks like it's on the up. Playing well, team settled. Um, everyone knows their job. Everyone's attitude looks really, really good. Everyone looks happy. So, I mean, everything is pointing in the right direction. Solskjaer is saying the right things. And I really, really wanted him to succeed. And there was a moment in time, probably around the turn of the year, where it looked like he might not succeed. There was a moment in time where it looked like this job might be a bit much for him. But he's come on leaps and bounds, and it just shows you <clears throat> how one player can make a big difference. People talk about Van Dijk and Allison at Liverpool kind of being the big catalyst there. Bruno has definitely been that for us. And hopefully, if we get Paul Pogba to sign a long-term contract and be committed and play with uh, within his ability that we know he, that he has, then that can be a massive turning point for us as well. Um, and that's also something to talk about. Pogba desperately wants to leave under Mourinho, and he also actually wants to leave under Solskjaer. But I mean, to be fair, he only had a few months under Solskjaer. But now all the noises coming out are that Pogba wants to sign a new long-term contract, which speaks volumes about <clears throat> where this club is going and the ambition of the club. Because, I mean, people can say what they want about Pogba. Again, we don't know what he's like behind the scenes in all fairness. But he is an ambitious guy. He wants to win things. So I, I, I fully understood when he said he wanted to go to Real Madrid because I was like, why would you want to stay in this United team waste the best years of your life when, or the best years of your career when you could go and play for a Real Madrid team that's winning titles. But the fact that he wants to stay and commit now, when next year he goes into one year left on his contract and he gets all the power, is, is an unbelievable thing. I think, again, that speaks volumes about Solskjaer. It speaks volumes about this team and it speaks volumes about where he thinks this team could go. And I genuinely think that there's something special going on with this United team. The way they're playing um, the youth 
the fact that this is such a young team as well, young, hungry team. I mean, the way that Solskjaer has managed to get rid of all the deadwood, almost, <clears throat> in, at United, drop the average age and bring youngsters in like Greenwood in properly, like um, he's done with Williams at left back. I mean, he's, he's, he's done so well to get this young team ticking, to get them hungry, and the players that he's brought in as well. Maguire, Dan James, Bruno, even Igalo. Igalo's actually been, again, part of that feel-good factor. I mean, you don't necessarily need these high-profile, really expensive signings to come in and make an impact. I mean, if anything, Man United's recruitment over the last um, seven years has been like a 12-year-old playing FIFA. And you'd think intuitively if you add Falcao to the side or Di Maria or Memphis Depay, they're going to fit in and everything's going to go great. But ultimately, you need players who are hungry, who want to be there and fit a certain kind of ethos or have a certain ethos uh, about the way they play football. And you, you look at, at the guy like Juan Bissaka making the step up. I mean, he's been a great, great signing. So the way that, that Oli's done the recruitment, both from on the... Uh, both from about getting rid of players. So you look at guys like Fellaini. I mean, he was still interim manager when he got rid of Fellaini. Fellaini, uh, Damian, Smalling on on loan, um, Lukaku, Sanchez on loan. I mean, he's been getting rid of players left, right, and center. And I think he'll continue to do that. And I'm hoping by the end of the season, we've seen the last of um, Jesse Lingard, Andres Pereira, Rojo, Smalling, Jones, and Sanchez. If we can get rid of those guys, I will be over the moon. You get rid of those guys, you bring in someone like Grealish, who's, again, young, hungry, ready to take the next step, captain of Villa, and you say, get involved. I mean, people say, oh, but where does he fit in? He can play off the left if Rashford gets injured. He can play um, uh, instead of Bruno, or he can play with Bruno. So, I mean, there's 60 games in a season. Those guys can't be expected to stay, to stay fit and to play every single minute of every single game. You need quality. And that's unfortunately what United needs to do is to add quality to quality and depth to the squad at the moment. Because the first team, I think, I think the first team isn't far off of winning, or the starting 11 isn't far off winning a, a league title. But once you look to our bench, the, the level drops off quite significantly. I mean, you're not going to, you've got to bring on what? Jesse Lingard. To, to change the game as opposed to bringing on someone like uh, Grealish. So, I mean, he's done incredibly well with the outs, lowering the age, getting rid of the deadwood and getting rid of guys that in all likelihood had a, had a, a less than, than optimal um, attitude when it came to working and playing for Manchester United. He's brought in very hungry young players who want to take the next step up and who fit the culture of Manchester United. He knows it better than anyone, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. And if he continues to do that by getting rid of those players that I mentioned, and he brings in just a few more quality players. So I'm talking Jaden Sancho, because again, young, hungry. I think this guy is going to be a world superstar in a few years' time. And if you can imagine him at 20, Rashford at 22, and Greenwood at 18... I mean, that is a frightening front three. And you've also got Martial in there, who's 24. I mean, these guys can play together for the next six to 10 years. And it's and then you can put Grealish on the left as well. So, I mean, what Solskjaer is doing has been actually nothing short of genius. And maybe he isn't the guy to take us back to kind of Sir Alex Ferguson glory days, but he's definitely the guy who's getting us closer. 
I mean, if he had to leave right now, he would have left United in the best shape that any of the managers have done. That team is looking lean, it's looking hungry, it's looking young, and there's some quality now in there as well. Tell you, if you get rid of those other players that I mentioned, you bring in Grealish and you bring in Jadon Sancho, that team is almost ready to challenge. You then maybe look to bring in a centre-back and maybe a striker to replace Igalo in about a year's time, and then I think we're good to go. And another year for Mason under his belt. Jaden has got another year um, in the Premier or a year in the Premier League. I think this team will kick on. And I do think a big part of it is keeping Paul Pogba on sides because, again, say what you like about him. It must have been tough for him. I mean, he played under Mourinho, who, again, is showing his true colours with Spurs in the way that he's handling players and, and, and all of that. That United team was struggling. He had suboptimal players around him, Pogba. And he's also expected to do everything, which actually isn't what Paul Pogba does. He needs stars around him to do things or to help take the pressure off. And he can keep things ticking around him very, very, very well. And that's what he's doing. Now that you've got Bruno Fernandes and you've got the front three doing what they're doing, it takes the pressure off Paul Pogba a little bit and allows him just to play the game and to keep things ticking over. And he's, he's unbelievable. He's playing unbelievably well. I think it's the best we've seen Pogba play at United. <coughs> So I think a big part is him signing a contract because that'll also send a message to players like Greenwood and Grealish. But I don't, I really, really don't think we're far off now. Solskjaer has done the right things. He's made the right noises. He has got rid of the guys that we should do. The attitudes have changed. He's brought in young players. He's brought through youth players. I think the big thing is to continue to do that and for the board to back him and to bring in Sancho and, and Grealish and to hopefully get Paul Pogba over the line. And then I think we can talk. The other thing that I think this team desperately needs is to win a trophy. So it's all good and well that we get into a Champions League spot. Um, I spoke on the show a few weeks ago or just before Project Restart, and I said I think United can finish in third before before the, uh, the second half of the season kicked off. And at the moment, we are a one win away from going ahead of Leicester. And depending uh, um, against uh, Chelsea, and depending on what Leicester do, we could go ahead of them too. So this United team has played incredibly well, and we fought hard. But at the end of the day, third and fourth is not something United should be aiming for. Um, what I do think this United team needs to do, though, is get a Champions League spot for next year, and we'll find out on Monday if Manchester City are going to be banned from the from the Champions League next season. And we need to win something. We need to win the FA Cup. Or we need to win the Europa League. Because once players get a taste for winning, that's when it can start. Players need to get a taste for winning. Solskjaer needs to get a taste for, for victory with this United team. He won, he won many a competition um, uh, back in, uh, back in uh, Norway with Mulder. So I think this team needs to get third and fourth. And we need to win either the FA Cup or, and or the Europa League. Because then we've got a lot of momentum going into next season. So you manage this team is playing well, they're young, they're hungry, they track down Leicester, they get into top four, they get Champions League, they win the FA Cup, they win the Europa League, you add Jadon Sancho, you add Grealish, you get rid of all the debt, the rest of the deadwood, and you get Paul Pogba to sign a new contract. You're telling me this team's not going to go on and kick on from there? I'm telling you, I'm seeing massive, massive green shoots, and I think next season people are always talking, hey, maybe next season's too early, maybe the season after, but I think if we get that momentum, we get those signings and we get rid of the last little bit of Deadwood, I think next year we can actually maybe surprise a few people and show them that United are back. 
So, I mean, do I think United are going to win the, the Champions League or the league next year? I think we're going to make, I think we're going to make a, a bit of a bid for it. So while we might not win the league, I think we'll come a healthy third, maybe even second. I think we might win another cup next season, and I think we might go kind of quarterfinals of the Champions League, which is massive, massive progress for this United team. And you've also got to remember how young this team is. The front three, like I said to you, 22, 24, Jaden Sancho, 20, Mason Greenwood, 18, Jack Grealish, 24, Bruno, Bruno Fernandes, 25. Pogba 27, Luke Shaw 25, Juan Bissaka 22. You maybe bring back Dean Henderson. Guy will be 23, 24 when he comes back. That team is young. And if they can start to do that and maybe win a few cups, there's no, there's no reason why they can't win the league within two to three years. So that's all I've got to say. I'm very optimistic, but I think it's going to be a very, very, very important next kind of month and a half to two months for this United team. If they can get top four, if they can win one of the two cups that they're still in, if they can get rid of the Deadwood, Pogba can sign a new contract, and we can sign some quality players, then the gloves are off for next season. I think this team is coming for, for Liverpool and City. But again, we still got to do some good work, both on and off the pitch, and then let's see from there. Thank you everyone for, for joining.